Trapcast Express. Tradcast Express, it's Friday, March 10th, 2017. Well, the party is over. Today, Francis returned to the Vatican from his Lenten retreat, and it looks like the Swiss guards didn't get a chance to change the locks in the meantime, so it's going to be back to business as usual. News from Rome today. Archbishop, so-called Bruno Forte, who, by the way, was ordained a bishop in 2004 by none other than Joseph Cardinal Ratzinger, announced that giving communion to unrepentant public adulterers is an act of, quote, obedience to God's mercy, unquote. See, that's it. For 2,000 years, the church just wasn't obedient to God and didn't understand a thing about mercy. Well, good thing we finally have Francis and Bruno to straighten us all out. We live in such times of grace. Then, the biggest story making the rounds right now comes from LifeSiteNews.com. Vatican Cardinal enlists the help of the SSPX to fight the modernists. That is the headline, and that story is dated March 9th, 2017. Here is an excerpt from that story. Quote, in an explosive homily delivered Sunday, the leader of the Society of St. Pius X, SSPX, said the prefect for the Congregation of the Doctrine of the Faith wants the SSPX to be fully reconciled to help fight modernists in the church. Bishop Bernard Fillet reported the comments of Cardinal Gerhard Müller asking the SSPX to join his fight against the modernists according to the SSPX's USA District, unquote. Now, this is just rich, okay? And the problem here isn't LifeSite News, because they just reported what Bishop Fillet said. No, the problem is Bishop Fillet. In the very same sermon in which Fillet wants to make you believe that Cardinal Mueller is interested in fighting the modernists, he says that in 2013... Muller had the decree of excommunication ready against the SSPX, and the only reason it didn't happen is because Francis refused to sign it. So this is the cardinal who now supposedly wants the SSPX to fight the modernists? Does Bishop Fillet ever listen to his own sermons? Now, remember, Fillet keeps insisting that the SSPX has not changed and that Rome has to accept them as they are. So there would have been no reason for Mueller to change his mind, at least not according to Bishop Fillet. Besides, irony of ironies, Mueller himself is a modernist. You know, here at Novos Ordo Watch, we have a very nasty habit, and that's that we remember things. You know who accused Mueller of heresy just a few years ago? It was the SSPX. On September 18, 2012, and this was when Benedict XVI was still at the helm, Father Franz Schmidberger, then the German district superior of the Society of St. Pius X, said in an interview that then-Archbishop Gerhard Müller was, quote, almost antagonistic, unquote, towards the SSPX. And he would know because Müller was Bishop of Regensburg, Germany, before Benedict XVI transferred him to Rome. And so Müller has a history of opposing the SSPX in his German diocese. But Father Schmidberger added in the interview what concerned him even more was Müller's, quote, heterodox teaching. 
What's that heterodox teaching? Well, Muller denies transubstantiation, he denies the perpetual virginity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, and he denies the bodily resurrection of Christ as they have been defined. And you can find the evidence for that on our website at novusordowatch.org. Just uh, use the search box. So this is the Gerhard Ludwig Müller that Bishop Feli is now promoting as the anti-modernist who wants to enlist the help of the SSPX. Whom is he kidding? And by the way, in 2013, Bishop Feli denounced Francis himself as a genuine modernist. Remember? So what I'd like to know is, does Cardinal Müller want the SSPX to help him fight himself only or himself and Francis? That is the question. Unbelievable. Meanwhile, the Remnant has published a thing or two critical of Sedevacantism. First, there's a brand new episode out of The Remnant Underground entitled Papolatry R.I.P. Pope Ignites Counter-Revolution. And in the last six or seven minutes, Michael Matt goes after Sedevacantus and once again repeats his what does it matter whether Francis is a pope or anti-pope objection? Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter what labor. Well, we answered that at great length in Tratcast number 16, published on December 24th, 2016. You can find it at tratcast.org. But in our next Tratcast, number 17, we will respond directly to what Michael Matt says in that new video. Then Remnant contributor Chris Jackson published a response to our rebuttal of his blog post that attempted to show that Pope Clement XIV's suppression of the Jesuits in the 1700s was resisted by faithful Catholics. Now, his new post, published on March 7th, is entitled Novus Ordo Watch Excommunicates Archbishop for Resisting Pope in 1700s. And folks, that title right there is a good indication of what a sloppy writer Mr. Jackson is, because what the title should have been is Novus Ordo Watch claims Archbishop who resisted Pope in 1700s incurred automatic excommunication. But of course, that's not as catchy of a title, so the facts had to once again give way to rhetoric. And that's what you get at the remnant, at least when it comes to Sedevacantism. So in any case, we'll respond to that post as well uh, on our blog. But uh, I don't know exactly when yet, but it'll be sooner rather than later. Oh, and guess what? Our March donor incentives are now out. It's Lent, and almsgiving, if done with the right disposition, is a very salutary practice. And we've got some great gifts for those who make a qualifying donation. It's one of those... If you give, we give deals. Here's what we're offering in the month of March. Depending on how much you donate, you can get any one of the following books or sets of books for free. Double A 1025, Memoirs of a Communist Infiltration into the Church. And that's a diary of a communist who had become a Catholic priest, I think in the 1930s, in order to destroy the church from within. Then we have The Passion and the Death of Jesus Christ by St. Alphonsus Liguori. It's perfect for Lent. Very, very beautiful reading. Then we have Papal Error, a defense of popes said to have erred in faith by St. Robert Bellarmine. Then we have The Problems with the Other Sacraments by Ramakumar Swami. That's a book that analyzes how the Novus Ordo Church changed the other sacraments, meaning the sacraments other than the Holy Eucharist. 
Then we have On Divine Tradition by Cardinal Johann Franzelin. It's a brand new first ever English translation of that work. Also, we offer The Church of Christ, a collection of essays by Monsignor Joseph Clifford Fenton, as well as The Decrees of the Ecumenical Councils. It's a two-volume set. It's a bilingual edition. It's every single ecumenical council of the Catholic Church in the original language, whether that be Greek or Latin, with an English translation. It even includes Vatican, too. Yeah, you can just ignore that. Um... Two more items. We have the Paul Preuss Manual of Dogmatic Theology. That's a complete 12-volume set. And uh, finally, the complete five-volume set, The Papal Encyclicals, 1740-1981. Pope Benedict XIV was the first pope to write an encyclical. And so what you have in this collection is every single papal encyclical ever written in English, and uh, it even includes uh, a bunch of Novus Ordo encyclicals from 1958 to 81. That's uh, volume five. You can just junk that. So get rewarded for helping to make Novus Ordo Watch possible. And it's tax deductible, too, if you're in the United States. Just go to novusordowatch.org slash donate. novusordowatch.org slash donate for details on all this and to make a donation. Tradcast Express is a production of Novos Ordo Watch. Check us out at tradcast.org and novosordowatch.org.